the Our Secret Spot podcast, your look through the keyhole into Australia's hottest swingers club. Hello everyone, welcome back to Our Secret Spot, the podcast. My name is Lawrence. It's a solo pod today. Lawrence is going to be talking all by himself, as per some of your requests. Be talking a lot of shit, airing a lot of grievances. No, I'm just joking, everyone. Jess is here, but she's not with me uh, in person. She's actually travelling away at the moment uh, in Melbourne. But let's uh, let's bring Jess on uh, via via Zoom, the good old Zoom. Hello, Jess. Hi. Am I actually live, or have you turned me back down? No, you're on. We can hear you now. <laughs> you can hear me now. Excellent. I just now want- I'm just going to keep talking. Yeah. I just wanted to. Hi, um, I just wanted to do my radio stuff and push buttons and do all the rest of it. <laughs> it's actually quite hard Make to like talk feel- and think about pushing buttons and volume controls all at the same time. So I, hats off to I, actual radio guys who I do like that live. Radio- no, I think that's why radio people, like presenters and personalities, don't actually do the button pushing themselves. They have producers for that. Yeah, I, I know most of them do, but I, be, I believe uh, Kyle from Kyle and Jackie O pushes his own buttons most of the time. He's good at it. <laughs> does he though? Yeah. He pushes his own buttons. He does push his own buttons. He gets himself worked up. <laughs> anyway, enough about them. Fair enough. Well, <laughs> since we're doing a short podcast from Melbourne and Sydney, shall we talk about what happened in October? Yeah, it's a it's <laughs> the our most important thing as to why they're here. It's our it's our October Fest review because. October was. I was trying to think of like something sexy, like you know how we had. What did we have for September? Salacious September. September. No. Um, Salacious September. No. It was something sexy. Was it? Sex September. Sex September or something. It was something like sex September or something. Yeah, something like that. It was, it could have been slippery, but something, something sexual. And I was trying to think of like an O word other than orgasmic or October. It's sort of like no other word starts with O that relates to something sexual, like. Orgasm is the only thing I can think of. Yeah, but that's why I went with Fucktoberfest. Like Fucktoberfest. Like Oktoberfest, but it's Fucktober and it's a festival. October was a very, very busy um, month for us, though. So shall we talk about the orgasmic October then? Wait, we have to really agree what we're going to be talking. What is it, orgasmic October or Fucktoberfest? Because it's going to be in the title. Orgasmic October. All right, because orgasmic. Because it was orgasmic. Like my story starts off with three people getting an orgasm all at once. Right. So I'm going to call it Orgasmic October. Well, don't spoil it for everyone. Hang on. Spoiler. It's like, you know when you go and you watch the trailer and you hear about a little snippet? It's a little snippet. There's three people involved and three orgasms. Right. Yes. Yeah. So should I go first or are you going to go first? <laughs> I, I think you can go first, but actually I'm going to throw like a bit of a, an audible at you because we well, obviously we discussed what we're going to be talking about. Um, I forgot yeah. that this podcast is about the entirety of um, October rather than just the last two weeks because obviously we record every two weeks <laughs> and I thought, oh, we've already done the first two weeks of October. No, we haven't because I was just looking back at the roster and through my notes. And I'm like, no, I have stories from um, uh, Three Cs. <laughs> I was going to say, because I was, I think we talked a little bit about three C's. Yeah, because the people, the, the listeners' stories. Yeah, the yes, listen- that's right. The blue tutu lady. Anyway, but I'll get to that <laughs> later. So how about we start with your stories that you're going to go first with, Jess? Yes, I like going first. Okay, so 
My story is a little bit more of an exhibitionist's wet dream. Um, and as most people know, I don't venture too far from the bar or the ground floor. So normally when my stories happen, they're um, situated on either the ground floor or the basement level. Um, but this particular one was in eyesight from the bar. Um, yeah. And the reason I heard it and saw it was because I think I first saw a bunch of people kind of crowding and sometimes I just think, you know, people crowd around this area because it's sort of like you watch people play the game. So people are crowding around the pool table and I'm like, Oh, you know, people are probably just watching other people play pool because it's something you can talk about and you kind of have breaks and um, ifs and flows where you can have um, conversations with other people. Um, Except there wasn't a lot of, stick moving around so I was like what's actually happening on the pool table and then I heard a chick scream bring out the strap on and I was like (laughs) okay I've got to figure out what's happening now (laughs) I was like I I really need to have it just a squizzy because I'm like the way that she said it was almost like bring out the king like it was just like she's been waiting for that moment bring out the gimp like in in pulp fiction bring out the gimp yeah and I yeah and I was just like Okay, I was like, I've got to see what is going on. So I kind of walked closer, cleaned up around there. And as I'm walking back away from the pool table towards the bar, I can see um, the couple and a single female all on the pool table. So they're all sort of either touching the pool table or kind of, you know, using it as a bit of a a bed per se. Um, And so you had the two girls that were kind of on the pool table. So one of them was face down and um, with her boobs against the pool table, bum up in the air. The other one had both of her knees on the edge of the pool table with the strap on on fucking her. And then the guy was coming in from behind fucking the chick with the strap on. And it was so insane that it literally looked like they were one orgasmic train because I'm not even kidding. All three people came at the same time. It was just like, <laughs> Like you can tell when a guy comes sometimes because it's like their faces go scrunchy and they're like, oh, and it's like a big gruntle noise comes out of the guy. A big gruntle noise. (laughs) I don't know. You're the guy. You make the orgasmic noise. Um, But all three of them made this like harmonious orgasmic sound all at once. And it was like a subtle little clapping afterwards from all their little watches. I think Um, I've heard about this story. From one of the participants. Did you? Ah. Do I know I, one of them? I, you would. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you would. I haven't been yeah. given the details. It was just that it involved the pool table uh, <laughs> and a pool cue. And this person said they'll tell me the rest when, because we're, 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 we're going over for dinner soon. Uh, they'll tell me the rest then. <laughs> yes. No, yes. It's, um, it was a, a very, very good story. I was like, ah. I was, and I just like the way that they... It wasn't like they used the whole pool table, but mm. they used it in the like the correct manner is the best way for me to say that in like a way that I felt like it didn't, it wasn't like messing up the table. They weren't, you know, um, all over it and just, you know, abusing anything. They were just using the subtle bit of the table because it was quite a packed event. So mm. it wasn't a lot of real estate room upstairs. And I, I completely understand like when people now need to get creative and find other spaces, um, and they weren't in anyone's walkway as well. They were kind of at the corner near the couch, the back of the couch. 
So it was like they were kind of in like a nice area that they weren't obstructing people from going past them. Like it was a very considerate orgasmic train. Right. Interesting. So that that was my story, which I was that's very hot. But you know what? I you know I keep thinking throughout all this, and that's great and all. However, are they breaking the rules of no play downstairs? Yes, they are. Jess, did you let it happen? <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> was it later in the night? It was very long. It was very much later in the night. Okay, it was that's probably okay. Like an hour or an hour and a half before we were closing. Yeah, like very late in the night, and it was. Like it was probably like a they'd come for a drink break to be honest because I remember seeing one of the females walk up so I think she came for a drink break and then she walked off so I think it was more just like a spur of the moment uh, last bang. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. <laughs> but That's... they were very clean. They wiped down the pool table before they left. So I was like, okay. oh look, you like, know, you there's a lot that pool table has seen a lot, a lot of filth. So. Well, I mean, I fucked on the pool table. What? <laughs> so I think that's fair. I think if I've done it, people are allowed to do it. Okay, that's hang on. Be- <laughs> Careful, this podcast gets listened to a lot of by a lot of people. <laughs> Don't tell them that. They'll be coming I mean, in. We listen to the podcast. We heard we can fuck on the pool table. Let's go. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, only when it's super busy, guys. Only when it's super busy and it's super late in the night and then not many people left, right? Is that right? Yes. Yeah, something like that. And we're packing up, basically. (laughs) We're packing up. (laughs) Poor Trip will be very upset if that starts happening. He'll be like, I told them to leave and now they're fucking on the pool table. (laughs) Well, we don't know why that's happening. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to move on to my story. And my story is from uh, Newbie Night. Uh, There was a couple. Which one was I? I didn't write the date down. We had three newbie nights. Yeah, I didn't write this down on my notes. Why didn't I write this? Well, it has to be, it has to have been after the three C's one because (laughs) my three three C's notes come after the, come after newbie night. Ooh. So has there been two since then? Not that this really matters to anyone, but. (laughs) I feel like we've had three or maybe we had so many back to back that we kind of forgot. Hang on. It has to be. Let's work this out. Sorry, listeners. We're just, Jess and I just going through our calendars. (laughs) It has to be the one so on the 15th. A, the 15th. So we, yeah, okay. So we had three newbie nights. We had one on the first, Saturday, the 1st of October. And yeah. then we had the three C's. And then you had the 15th, 15th and of then October. The tw- and then the and then 22nd. On 22nd. It yeah. must be the 15th. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Anyway, my <laughs> so story. Tell me about the 15th. <laughs> yeah. My story. I didn't actually see this. I only heard it. Mm-hmm. And okay. I, and I may have lingered around a little bit longer than I ought to have had. <laughs> what noise did you hear? <laughs> <laughs> no, wait, really, what did you hear? Okay, so this was in the uh, private room areas uh, uh-huh. and, the, and the doors were closed as they tend to be in the private rooms. Uh, so all three of the doors were closed? Yeah, but I could tell which room it was coming out of. It was... Um, okay. The one towards right, right, uh, the furthest one down, closest to the bathrooms. Okay, cool. Yeah. So the green room. Yeah, the green room. Wow, you remember cool. the colours? Yeah. Nice work. Okay, so the green room, the <laughs> green room, private room. Yeah. So I, so I was walking down there. Um, I, I was doing a bit of a glass check, but I hadn't had any. I hadn't actually picked up any glasses by this point because when I got to the top of the stairs, I turned left to go to the private room instead of towards the orgy room. Does that make sense? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, 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 so I went through the area and then the, in the corridor towards the uh, private rooms and, you know, you hear people fucking and shagging and all the rest of it. 
And I thought, well, actually, I need to go to the toilet, so I might as well make the most of this while I'm here. Uh, and then there was, from the, the green room, as you said, this lovely sound of what only I could envision as a very deep and thorough blowjob. Um, so the sound... Like a Riley Reid style, like the sloppiest of blows. Yeah. Like it was. Can you, can you do? Can you try and pretend to make it? Yeah, it was. <coughs> I was like, wow. <laughs> and okay. you can hear the guy just sort of like gently moaning, like, "Oh fuck." <laughs> 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 and then, uh, so I was like, "Hang on, I might just, I might just stay here for." A so I have no idea who these people are, what they look like, who it was, and I'm just sort of, sort of envisioning this, this scene of of blur jobbery. And, you know, she would come up for, for air every now and then and also just sort of a little bit of dirty talk, which I, I really appreciate. I like a little bit of dirty talk during, during play. Yeah. Like it's, it's not, yeah you're, a dirty, you're a dirty talk man. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I like to hear them say dirty things about themselves. What, my my <laughs> favourite thing is, like, they kind of describe what they're doing whilst they're doing it. I don't know why. Yeah. I guess that kind of makes sense and it's the easiest way for dirty talk, the way I do dirty talk as well. Do you know what I mean? So it's just like, you're like yeah, because you're, you're like reliving the fantasy at the moment. Yeah, like and it's, it, I don't know if it's a different you're, you're part of your narrating. brain that's being engaged as well and it's what makes it, it's sort of like it heightens it. Yeah. You know, like, it's, oh, okay, it, so yeah, for example. They kind of go, like, yeah. Yeah, for example, what she was actually saying was, it's just like, mm-hmm. Oh, I love shoving your cock all the way down the back of my mouth. <laughs> all right. Are you getting hard thinking about this? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> is this why we're doing a podcast from away and yeah. I didn't know it? Is you laughed like so loud then it, it, it cut out. Like we couldn't actually hear you laugh, but Jess laughed just then. <laughs> I got a laugh out of her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's just funny because it's like I can envision like, some chick as well. Like it doesn't matter who it is. And I think that's what the most alluring fact of that is. It's like, you don't know who it is. So it's sexier because it can be whatever you fantasize about. Yeah. And then, so that went on for, I don't know. I want to say, well, I don't know how long it'd been going on for, but by the time I was listening, it went on for about, I stood there for a good 45 seconds to a minute before I was like, and I was like, I well, say 45 minutes. No, yeah, 45 minutes. No, 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 no. Um, and that was happening. So, and then I could hear that, like, I want you to come fuck me now. And then he must have nodded or some kind of uh, a nonverbal response was, was given because I didn't hear anything except <laughs> I could hear the, the, you know, the sound of the creaking of the, of the bed or like, someone moving oh, on yeah. a mattress like there was this sort of yeah. squishiness happening and then what i can only assume is penetration occurred uh in some way of, uh, i am imagining doggy style they were looking at themselves in the mirror this is this is just my imagination <laughs> and then her, her dirty talk did not stop uh as as his apparently giant oh cock was pushing inside of her pussy and Oh, uh, at this did point, you I, use the word pussy because I always love when girls say put it into my pussy. Yeah. No, yeah. Uh, I don't want to use the technical terms. Yes, penetrate my vulva. <laughs> it's, it's like, oh. No, so remember like uh, they'll like shove it in me or they'll say like um, put it in my um, 
put it in me like they don't use the word pussy at all. They just say like stick it in or yeah. shove it in deep. Ah, well, she was just quite nice pornographic, like, this Ooh. lovely lady. So <laughs> Very prim and proper, obviously. Yeah, and so at this point I thought, well, I actually better go inside to the toilet because the toilet was free. I was just standing there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just I was pretending like if someone came down and go, what are you doing? And I was just sort of like, um, I don't know. I'm I'm waiting for the toilet. <laughs> no, I'm waiting for you to go to the toilet first. <laughs> anyway, so I went to the toilet, did my thing. And as I came back out, it was more of the same, but look, it's great in itself. There was, there was, there was one little slap in there. It wasn't a great slap, so maybe he's not a slapper. Maybe she didn't want to be slapped. I don't know. But it was just a little just a, a, maybe like, it was more like a grab. You know how sometimes like Oh yeah, like, a grab. grab. That would explain that is sound. It's more like a grab rather than like a mm. Yes. Cuz sometimes like a grab is like better especially when you're fucking cuz you can pull in deeper. Yes. And if she liked it deep, maybe it's a grab. That would be that sound then. That makes a lot of sense now. Don't know why I didn't think of that before. Okay. Yeah. But that mm, makes sense. Cuz you're a slapper. Cuz right. you're a slapper. I'm a slapper. You like yeah, fucking slapper. Well, you like this <laughs> You like the spanking noise. You're like more a spanker rather than a grabber. Because yeah. your grabs are more like. <laughs> With my bare can't... claws. <laughs> so Lawrence can see my yeah, Lawrence can see how I'm on the video, but no one else can. Can you explain what this is? <laughs> like you, you, as if a bear, like you, you, that would be the non-verbal way. That's what a bear attack looks like. <laughs> <laughs> like when you, you're squishy, you're like a squisher. Like that. Yeah. <laughs> like boob squisher. Yeah. Like that. I guess I kind of remember this story and why it stuck out to me is because, like, you, you know, we see here a lot of sex, but, like, I guess she, this particular woman, the way she was doing it was sort of ticking my boxes. I was like, that's how I would like to um, be having fun at this point yeah. in time or any point in time, really. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, came out of the bathroom, just sort of stood stood by the, the wall for a couple more seconds and then just said, I better get back to work because I'm getting a little bit turned on here and I've got to go and not be TPing throughout the entire club and poking people. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Do you so, find, okay, this is completely off topic, but do you find when you start to get an erection that wearing underwear helps it kind of hide for a bit longer? Yeah, yeah it's kind of like strapping yeah. your your your, yeah. your erection to your I body. I find a lot of guys, and I don't know if this is just because I've noticed it more in the club, but a lot of guys in the club don't wear underwear with their pants. It's like... They kind of just wear their jeans or their pants, and they yeah. don't have underwear. Like you can see the penis, yeah. like sculpture of it. Like, is it? Yeah, is when it you're free balling, you reckon to wear underwear? Yeah. Yeah, when you're free balling, you're more prone to get an erection. Okay, because it's like the material is rubbing up against you. So it's a bit more essential. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. Well, it is. Okay, it is cool. At least Sorry, for me. Bit off topic. No. So okay, I just like yeah, to okay. say thank you to that couple. Or how, I assume <laughs> there was only two people in there, or whoever they were for providing some erotic uh, visualizations for me, even though I didn't actually see anything. Uh, Yeah, but sometimes that's the best because then you can also envision you being the participant, participation people. Yeah. Participants. Yeah. It was hot. Mm. Very happy with that. (laughs) Are you kind of glad that I'm in Melbourne so you don't show your erection? (laughs) I'm sitting down as well, so it's like I'm a newscaster. You can't actually see me. but I could be wearing no pants right now for you, you know. I mean, yeah. I wouldn't put it past you. <laughs> <laughs> My next story is from Three Cs. Yeah, I just have a lot you. of like 
I'm just going to talk about my general seeings and goings on at three C's because I did a pl- bit of playroom attending. So uh, we've spoken about this before, but we had a we introduced the playroom attendant for three C's, which we've also now incorporated into all our nights here at OSS. So the playroom attendant for three C's, their primary function was to uh, f- help monitor play for people, especially the women who uh, were going into a situation where they're going to have a lot of people around them. Uh, but they still wanted to be able to be safe, know who exactly was going to be there because if they were preoccupied doing other things, they were turned around a certain way. Uh, that the, mm. the people that she had invited into that play situation remained those people, not some additional person just came in and sort of... Um, yeah, tried. it was like her inner circle stayed her inner circle. Yeah, so uh, uh, the best way for her was to, to relax is to have someone else that she could know that was going to be uh, a third party and not involve themselves, which would be a staff member. Uh, and then yeah. they could also do tidy up and clean as well. So I did a bit of that uh, just to give people a break because it was like a long time just standing there, just watching people have sex. And I guess you kind of needed to have a water and cool off every now and then. I yeah. certainly did. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so the first one was, look, this, if you go back to our last episode from the listener stories, Miss C, I believe it was, who sent in her story. I, I remember watching it's some of the that. The blue tattoo. No, no, the other one. A blue tattoo. Sorry, the uh, other one. No, no, no. Okay. The blue blue t- tutu was uh, Sally. This Miss C was Sally. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. Miss C was. I don't think identified by what she was wearing, uh, but I do remember yes. her, and I do remember watching her play on the bed and with <laughs> one of these gentlemen. I don't know which gentleman it was in terms of like it was squirt guy or uh, Mister. I don't know. <laughs> He had Mr. a big thick dick. Mr. Big Thick Dick. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can't remember what she called him, but he was like a big thick dick. Just like that's the new that's the new big from Sex and City, Mr. Big Thick Dick. It's like we're gonna add a couple of adjectives in there. Um Yeah, I think I remember watching that and that's just saying, Good for you, like just getting just unleashing the inner inner beast, the inner slut in you and just loving it. I, I was slut. really I was really happy for her. The other one was um, I watched this young, this couple, young lady, quite quite fetching. Actually, uh, Michelle, my partner, was there. And she's just like, "You like her, don't you?" I was like, "Yeah, I do." But she's actually been to the club quite a bit, uh, and it was this sort oh, of. Yeah. I I don't know why, but I was surprised that she was there for some reason. Like, just say, "Oh, you're into this too," uh, and she was really into it. Uh, it was basically she was on the 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 big beds right at the back of the orgy room uh, and her partner was there with her, which was good. So he was kind of being that playroom attendant for her, making sure that all the guys that were around were, were um, what's the word? Approved. Approved, yeah. Approved guys to be playing in that situation. Uh, yeah, nice. Lots of, like, then they were just like negotiating while I was saying like, okay, we're doing DP now. <laughs> Who's going on the bottom? Who's going on the top? And you could see the guys just kind of looking at each other like, what, what do you mean? What, like, do I go on the bottom? Do you go on the bottom? I'm on top. And there was definitely some guys there like, going, no, I want to be on the top position because it's a little bit. you know what's better. It's, yeah, it's, it's, you have a bit more, I guess, control of, of thrusting. But if you're the guy on the bottom, you, you usually just the one sitting there or just lying there rather. And the yeah. girl sits on top of you, uh, cowgirl style, while the other guy fucks her doggy essentially, right? Mm. So there's a couple yeah. of guys just sort of like, I guess they were just kind of looking at each other like, who's going to go on the bottom? Who's going to Eventually someone just went, fuck it. I'm just going <laughs> to lie down on the bottom. But before all that happened, 
She's just mm. like, whatever. And then some guy just started fucking her ass while no one was there underneath her. So she wasn't having the DP exactly straight away. Uh, but then it went yeah. then it went into more DP. And that's also, that's also a good way to prep up, like kind of get before you get completely full, you kind of yeah. start with one in the hole and then yeah. ease your way into two. It's, it's yeah. a nice way to do it as well because then you can – Start remembering the sensation of what it feels like to have a dick in your ass. Yeah. And then I think she had about having- from memory six or seven guys around her at any one time. And this went on for quite a while. That she was interesting. Yeah. Would I recognize her if you told me who it was? Mm. She was actually at oh, Halloween as well, actually. She was at a Halloween party. Huh. Pretty sure. I love that. I love that it's like they're like you don't expect it and then they come out and they're the most deviant little debaucherous human. Yeah. <laughs> She was great, and then man, it was it was a long, intense fucking session. DP just like sucking lots of cock, and obviously getting fucked in a pussy. And then when it came time for her to go, because they had to leave a little bit before uh, closing time, because they had uh, uh, other arrangements afterwards. I think she went to the bathroom or something, but she, like she got, she redid her hair, her makeup. Like you would not know that she had just been. Fucked by that many guys for that long. Like I look, I looked at her on the way out. I was like, "Whoa, I, I just saw you up there doing what you were doing, and I still don't believe that I saw what, what you were doing, looking at you right now." Because it was, it was, um, it was her shit was squared away. She was prim and proper. It's impressive when girls are able to remake themselves up to look like the debauchery shit that just happened and never happened. Yeah. <laughs> the magic of makeup and hair, hey? Yeah, that's right. Did you, because um, obviously uh, you and Michelle were both at Three Cities. Did you guys get to um, join in on the fun at all? Do you want the official answer? <laughs> yeah, people want to know. Like there's definitely events that like we all get to join in on. Like it's not a secret. Yeah, we're, we're all swiggers. <laughs> uh, I had a, so tell us, I had a quick, tell us more. I had a quick liaison with Michelle and another handsome fella. Uh, throughout the night. Can we but call I, it hunky spunky. Hunky spunky. <laughs> but it was it was it was quick. I was just sort of like, I was just there like at, playing with Michelle for about maybe five minutes. And then I yeah. was like, "Oh, I've got to go," like because we were busy and we were under the pump, like yeah. in terms of. Someone at the door, one bartender, one, two playroom attendants, and then myself. And between all oh, of yeah. us trying to move around, uh, some people did need tours and all the rest of it. And then just monitoring play, mm. it was quite busy. So I, I, I couldn't quite switch off work at that point in time. But it was still hot. That's fair. Um, show had yeah, a lot of fun. Fun. Good. I think I'm glad. like I've always. I think her and another couple just had a regular threesome two girls and one guy and i was just like hey this is three c's what are you doing <laughs> and some like, of the guys are like going hey 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 why has this guy got two girls <laughs> yeah we can barely get one why does he have three <laughs> yeah oh, but that was part bless. of the fantasy and it was it was it was a good night and it was a good uh sorry good night good afternoon of debaucherous fun there was so much fucking going on and it was such a well-behaved event uh yeah I, i'm really looking forward to the next one obviously you know you talked about it and what you missed so I think you definitely should well, be at yeah. the next one. Well, because, yeah, this one I was sick. And they're the only time I ever miss them is when I'm sick. Because yep. I do like the atmosphere and also working them. Because it's so interesting to just see the dynamic change. Because that's normally when we have the biggest dynamic changes for us. But it's also, um, like, 3Cs also brings out a different 
crowd of people that I only see every three months. Yeah. <laughs> like everyone that comes to three C's aren't always your regulars. But I also found, mm. and just listening from your stories, us vetting every single person that came made it much better from my understanding. Yeah, people were... There were some people who were new, like, you know, we had a few women who had not done it before and thoroughly enjoyed themselves. But like you said, we the, the screening process was based on what you wrote in you and we could kind of gauge your enthusiasm or understanding of what you were getting yourself into uh, for the party. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. in, in previous iterations of the event where we didn't screen the women, as we only screened the gents, you know, we'd have a lot of women who'd buy tickets and then either not turn up or they're just like, oh, this is a lot of male energy here. It's just like, yes, that was the point of yeah, the party. <laughs> it was deliberate. <laughs> Maybe you didn't read the brief so much. Just kind of you just accidentally bought a ticket um, to any old event. Yeah, some people think it's like a Sunday event and so they just turn up and they're just like, oh, it's Sunday name 3C. They don't read a lot of the content. Yeah. But no, I, I think we definitely... Uh, there's still things we could tweak, but I think for the most part it's gotten from where it was to where it is now, it felt a lot better. Uh, the vibe was really good. Lots of people doing lots of dirty things, as I just described. <laughs> we'll do again. When's so the next one? It's like, is it December or January the next one? Um, so we've got three C's in December and it's normally a month after the three C's. Well, you mean Club V in December? Yeah, so we've got uh, Club V in December and then the next three C's I put in February just because January is quite busy after New Year's and people are travelling. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. So All right. it's going to be a, it's, it's around the same time as Valentine's Day. So any lucky lady that would rather a dick over a rose come to that three C's. A thorny prick. <laughs> they want a thorny prick. <laughs> they yeah. want a prick instead of a real prick. Yeah. Um, Let's move on to the last Halloween. bit. Yeah. Halloween. Halloween I was think my costume should have won best dress. Thank you very much. I had a real live snake. What you going to? I win. You're going to win best dress <laughs> to your own club, but because the main part of the prize is entry to the club. Dork. hundred <laughs> percent. I can give entry to my snake. Charlie can come forever. Free get, entry for he life. He gets to come in forever anyway. Yeah, that's true. Everyone really liked because um, I mean, you know, you've known Charlie for almost as long as I have. Because um, he's so friendly and because he's bright yellow, people aren't as scared of him. And the amount of people who wanted to like put him on their shoulders or touch him um, was pretty interesting to see, actually. Because yeah. people who are normally scared of snakes would be like, "Oh no, I don't want to go near him." But because Charlie was kind of being passed around um, so much, he was so comfortable just sitting on everyone's shoulders or just like licking their faces. This sounds like a three C's. A snake was being passed around on people's <laughs> shoulders and licking their faces. <laughs> I was saying it on the night as well. It was like, Charlie's like my little slut. He gets around. He's like literally everyone's friend. <laughs> he does get around. Everyone was so well-dressed. Like I was, oh, yeah, I was impressed by the amount of effort Almost everyone went to in their costumes. And even the people who didn't put in that much effort at least had some kind of idea and they were uh, at least going with that. There was one guy, he was just literally all in, head to toe in black. And I looked at him and said, he's not in, in, in a costume. And then he had uh, uh, safety pinned a bag of chips to his shoulder. And I, was, I looked at him and he goes, I don't chip on my shoulder. And I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. And I get it. That's funny. <laughs> um I don't it think made I saw it, that guy, but that's funny. It made it really difficult to pick out best dress for the for the staff. 
So we did the best dressed prizes again for the best dressed couple and best dressed single. It got to the point, I think, what, about like eight, quarter past eight, and I went up to the bar staff and said, who are you going for? And they go, oh, fuck. Um, everyone is so good, so we had to like then get people to walk around again, have a, have a squeeze of who they look like, because there were so many. Yeah, a lot of the best dressed couples that, like the, that didn't get into the competition for best dress, but they yeah, they were the mm-hmm. they were matching, uh, which was really cool to see. You know, it was oh, like couple couple teaming. Yeah, there was uh, some Freddy Kruegers, uh, pirate. There was a few pirates, pirates, and what what's the just pirates? They were both pirates. Uh, there was a there was a couple that oh there was a couple that came as um, Velma Egyptians. and. No, but that one the best dress comp. I'm talking about like there's an honorable oh. mentions kind of thing. Oh, Velma and um, uh, Daphne, Daphne from, from Scooby Doo. Scooby Doo. That was pretty cool. Yeah, I loved it because they actually had a full setup of like their boots were all the same color, and they actually had the outfits picked from like a. It's called Dolls Kill because I asked the ladies later on. Oh, really? <laughs> I was like, "Where's the outfit from?" Yeah, because I was like, it was such a. Um, true depiction of the characters. And I was like, where did you guys get your costume? So yeah. Dolls Kill was selling like the whole setup for Velma and Daphne. And I was like, that is, that's a lot of effort because Dolls Kill is in the US. So you had to pre-think about this outfit to get it shipped over to actually ah, wear it. Very so good. It wasn't a last minute costume, which I was very impressed by. Yeah. There was so many, it was, it was hard to pick. I think we, <laughs> so yeah. anyway, the, the staff picked out who they, who they thought were best dressed. Um, and we did it this time with, they just gave us our, their locker numbers. So we, that way we didn't know who was who and then dance off again. That was fun. With the song dance off. With I liked the, the dance off. With the song dance off. Yeah. I think so. Who were, who were the, um, the best dressed? So we had in the, in that competition, we had, it was locker so 41. We what were they wearing? That. Yeah, they that were was the pharaohs. No, that was like the, the sixty. That were the that were the oh, pharaohs. Yeah, I've got it written down because I got the note here. Pharaohs. Oh, do you? and then so wait, I'm gonna try and remember them. So we had the pharaohs. We had the Rocky Horror Show. Yeah, that, um, people. Yeah, and then um, and then we had oh my god, I can't remember. What were they wearing? Why can't what we remember? Mean? You said you had it written down. No, I just have the locker numbers who were written down. Because oh, I've, I've got the clipboard um, from the night. I don't actually have remember what they were wearing. God. There were so many costumes. Or I keep thinking like aviation for some reason, but it's not. I'm um, blanking. Anyway, so Locker 5, they had, uh, he was dressed up as Frank and Furter from Rocky Horror Pictures Show. Oh, wait. I remember he had like that furry coat thing where it was like caveman style. Oh, yeah. Like, not caveman, but it was like, no, I think I, caveman. Um, Viking, Viking. Was it Viking? Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Viking stuff. Because I remember, like, he, I remember him stripping off the furry thing <laughs> and being like, ooh. <laughs> and then she was, like, dressed kind of like Viking. Something, something Viking-y style. Yeah. <laughs> so we made them all so dance good. off against That's each good. other. The couple that were dressed <laughs> as uh, Frank and Furter from Rocky Horror ended Rocky up Horror. taking out top spot. He... Did well, so he, well. He like, also did some pole dancing. Yeah, like that was, was so surprising because I was like, I didn't realize they, I didn't think he'd had that in him, because like, they, they're, yeah. they're they're somewhat regulars at the club. And when he turned up, he looked at me, "Hey, Lawrence," and I looked looked at him and says, uh, "Hello," and he goes, "Goes, it's." He said his name. I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> he had the corset on, the black undies, the fishnets, the eyeliner, the wig. 
Because this guy doesn't have hair. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> Which probably threw you a bit as I well. totally so threw I, me. I, I was looking at him for uh, a second. He could tell I was blank. Like I just sort of looked at him and said, <laughs> who are you? <laughs> they're like, excuse me? Yeah. There was no, so much really well. fucking going on in Halloween. Did you go upstairs to the Audrey room at any point in time? Yeah, no, I went a couple times because, like, it almost felt like being downstairs on the ground floor was super busy. So I was like, I'll go upstairs, maybe I'll find somewhere to sit. But every time I kind of went upstairs, I did some cup checks as well. And it was like, every time I went upstairs, more costumes were taken off and more people were just naked. Oh, my God, there there were so many costume pieces. Oh, I was just going to say that the amount of costume pieces found the next day. Insane. We could start our own costume store. Yeah. (laughs) I went into the orgy room at one point. I went into the orgy room at one point and I could I could barely get into the orgy room. Like you had to push past people uh, by the corridor to yeah. get in. And even then there was barely any standing room. Holy fuck. That room was going off its head. <laughs> yeah. It's it's a good setup space. And especially like I find dress up events, people seem to mingle a lot more because they've got something to talk about. They're like, oh, I love your costume or I love this. And so the fucking gets a bit more intense, I find. Yeah. I was just blown away by the amount of people in there. And it was to the (laughs) point where I was sort of in a little bit of a mood, feeling a bit frisky, but I was like, this is, I can't even, there's there's nowhere to go. There's nowhere to go. (laughs) People are just standing around watching, banging so, so much. (sighs) I'm trying to even recall. There was nothing I can even recall about uh, anyone in particular having sex. It's just there was so much. It was just a mass of people getting it on. It was like just fluid. Everything was fluid. And I yeah. think the Halloween. So you did all the Halloween decorations this year um, with another set of people. Pruitt and Andy have been on our podcast before. Um, you did the setup for the Halloween decorations, and we got a little snippet of it, and it looked so sick, especially in the dark. Because you took a picture when it was a, like a little bit lighter daytime, but when the nighttime and then with the music and the people around, it made it really spooky. Yeah. Oh, there were some. There were some actual scares <laughs> for people. <laughs> a fucking spider. Yeah, we had a jumping Jesus spider Christ. that l- lunged out at you. It's from at, Harry at, Potter, the Harry Potter spider, yeah. and then we also had the um, skeleton Grim Reaper looking thing that just kind of jumped and put its head onto almost your shoulder and just giggled. Yeah. Fucking creepy. It was creepy. That was yeah. funny. It scared – that scared me more times than I've ever been scared in that venue. I just kept like – because and I knew where it was. That was the worst part. I knew exactly where that thing was every time I was like, <gasps> Oh, dear. Such a good party. I want to go back. It Bring was. it back. Well – Instead of going back, how about we go forward to our next equally as exciting party, the Ho 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 one. Mm. Christmas. Oh, yes. This is what's coming up, right? Yeah, because it's Christmas time, guys. And holy fuck, we're literally like a month and a half out from Christmas. Can you believe that? Yeah, not a month and a half out. It's the start of November. Two months. Two months. Well, it's like a month and a half because we celebrate the Christmas event middle of December. Yep. Uh, so, so yeah, when's our ho 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 party? Um, I'm gonna before I say the wrong date. Let me pull it up. So our ho 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 event is on the 17th of December. Yep. Um, and it's one of the last events before we close over Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've got 
with the ho, ho, ho. And then for all you ladies who keep asking me about Club V, it's the day after on the Sunday, the 18th. Um, so ho, ho, ho tickets will come hopefully online by the end of this week. Mm-hmm. I don't know if this, well, are we releasing this tomorrow? Today. Today? Someday? Today! Yay! So it'll come out later this week, and so will the Club V. Um, and then we have one of the most exciting parties of the year. New Year's Eve! Yay! Yeah. New Year's and Eve is always an amazing event. Uh, I love always. I love being here for We them. put so much effort into it too, yeah. though, as well. I'm always makes- I'm always a little bit stressed leading up to it because there's so much going on for New Year's Eve. But once it starts, you're stressed up until midnight. I I, I just love the event. It's always a great party. <laughs> I love doing the um you know the announcing and doing jelly the shots. countdown, do jelly shots and all the rest of it. So <laughs> those tickets are going to be released very soon. Uh, we just ask that if you do want to come along, get your tickets early because they the event will sell out. Uh, as do the rest Probably of them. Probably before December. But this one will sell out a little bit quicker than than, than normal. So best to get in, get, it he- get in ahead of time uh, and save disappointment because, you know, we get we get messages quite a bit. Like this happened a lot for Halloween, right, where people are saying, oh, we're thinking well, about yeah. coming to Halloween, but now it's booked out because it, it sold out like a week beforehand. It's just like just get, uh, About just, a week and a half. Yeah, just get in. Just get in. While the getting's good. Once you know, yeah, once you know, buy a ticket. Because you can always have your ticket changed if you then can't make it. And we can always give a ticket to somebody on the wait list. Yeah. Um, you don't want to be on the wait list. This, how, this, yeah, so this event, which is very exciting, um, we've decided to have it as a Moulin Rouge burlesque thing, which mm. I'm really excited because I have an outfit already picked. Really? Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah, I've seen Moulin Rouge. I want to come as the the... The MC dude the with the, the top and tails, like, oh yeah. Sedler. Sedler. I can't remember his name. Sed- <laughs> it's Sedler. I'm, it's, I'm telling you. It okay, is. what is it? Sedler. 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 Okay, that guy. I want to come as that guy. Of, I'm bad at announcing. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, um, this time I don't fall off the stage. <laughs> I fell off the stage in a Halloween party while we're doing the announcing. That was embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, but that's all right. You gracefully did it. We were kind of worried you were going to knock your head on the wall, but I think you ran into Jamie or something. Yeah, I so did. That was fine. You he kind co- of he broke my fall. Your blow. Yeah, that was. Uh, and <laughs> I don't think right. any that barely was- anyone noticed. Like when I got back up I on really, stage, I just got. I, yeah, I barely noticed. I only noticed because I heard Jamie go, "Oh," and I was like, "What the hell just happened?" Yeah. And then I saw you like almost close to the floor, and I was like, "Interesting." <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's the best type of fall you want is when people don't notice you fell. Yeah. That's going to bring it at end of story time and what's coming up next. Uh, we're going to move on to our last segment, which is, what is it, Jess? What's our favorite segment? Bribery. Yay. Bribery. However, <laughs> this is the catch. Here's the rub. We don't have anyone to actually read out. You guys have been slacking. And here's my airing of grievances that I announced at the top of the show. Oh, God. Start start giving us five-star rating and review. And if we read out your uh, review on the podcast, we'll give you a free entry to the club. So get in while the getting's good. So without any new uh, winners of bribery, it could be you. Me. Am I winning? Do I get to win again? No, you don't get to win again. Just like you don't get to win best dressed couple either. I feel like I should have won. Mm-hmm. But whatever. 
whatever. I'll win burlesque this year. Watch me. Okay. <laughs> That's going to do it for us today. Thanks, Jess, for Zooming in with me. Where can we find us <laughs> if you haven't already? <laughs> if you haven't already figured out, you just find me everywhere. No. Um, so you find us on all social media platforms, um, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter on our secret spot, all one word. Um, if not, you can find us on our website, uh, www.oursecretspot.com.au. Um, you can shoot us through an email if you want to info at oursecretspot.com.au or even bug us on the phone on 0478-131-769 and you can text or call us. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's probably the quickest and easiest way. Or if you're even more fortunate, come bug us at the club at the event that you buy a ticket to. Yeah. Thanks, everyone, for listening. We hope you enjoyed what was it called? Orgasmic October? Orgasmic October. We'll be back. You have to write that down. Write that down. (laughs) We'll be back next time with some uh, guests, uh, podcasting guests. We've asked couples to come and join us on the podcast to share their stories, uh, how they got into it, what the experience has been like at the club, all that. Uh, and we're going to be recording with some of these people soon. So if you are interested in joining us, uh, if you're a couple or a single, um, male or female, and you want to share your story and you're happy to become join us on the podcast, please let us know. You can send us an email or all the stuff that Jess just mentioned. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, but until then, we're going to see you later. Bye. Bye.